0: Hi, I'm Katherine Gray, founder of She Angel Investors and co founder of the She Angels Foundation. I'm also the podcast host of Invest in Her and an award winning producer, author, and TEDx speaker. Our show, Invest in Her, features phenomenal female founders and funders. As you know, women receive less than 2% of venture capital funding. Our series is about accelerating the funding of women by connecting them to funding resources. Let's meet today's guest. Welcome to this week's edition of Invest in Her. I'm your host, Catherine Gray. And today, I'm very excited to have on the co-founder and CEO of Propel X. And what is Propel X? It is an investment platform democratizing Alternative Investing into Sciences and Technology. Let's welcome to the show Swati Chaturvedi. Hi, Hi Swati. How are you? I'm well. Thank you. Thank you, Catherine. Thanks for having me. You you bet. Um, Propel X, you know, I, I think we met at an investor luncheon, didn't we? Perhaps. I, I, <laughs> I think, or, uh, And um, we know some people in common. Yeah. Um, yes, yes. Yeah. I think maybe, um, is it Alicia? I think Alicia that we know in common. So anyway, it's a small world, the investment world. And you and I are trying to make it bigger so that more women step into the venture capital world, the investment world, become angels, and realize that part of their portfolio should be diversified into this type of investing, right? Right.
1: Yes, absolutely. So that is my thesis. I've written about it that, you know, gone are the days of 70-30 portfolio where 70 was invested in stocks and 30% in bonds. And we really should be re-looking at our portfolio allocation, um, primarily because alternatives are now available, right? And so um, it could be a 60-30-10 where 60% is in stocks, 30% is in bonds, 10% is in alternatives, or some other proportion based on your, risk preference. But yes, I'm a huge supporter of that idea that alternatives should be a part of people's portfolios based on their risk preferences, of course. Um, But yeah, 100% on that. 100%. So tell me what Propel X
0: is and how someone can utilize it, because I know it's for investors and it's also for founders. So let's talk about how it works and how one participates in it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So Propellex is an alternatives investment platform. We enable ordinary accredited investors to invest in startups and hedge funds online, and we will be introducing venture capital funds as well soon. So in other words, um, where and and this is using small check sizes. So investors can invest in a single startup using $5,000 minimums versus the standard $25,000 angel check, or they can invest into a hedge fund using a $25,000 check versus a quarter million, million plus check that they otherwise would have to write. So the the thing is that these kinds of investments have been beyond the reach of ordinary people, primarily because they were limited to these cliques and, you know, these kinds of uh, investments happened in these and deals happened in these private rooms. But Platforms like Propellex are democratizing access. Essentially, if you have $25,000, you qualify as an accredited investor, you could invest in a hedge fund. And hedge funds, you know, privately held assets are often higher performing. Uh, They have the potential to, to outperform the market. Private markets are about twice the size of public markets in the US. And more and more companies are staying private longer. So all of the action is in the private markets, but most people do not have access. So we are making that accessible. That's what Propel X is.
0: I love that. And if people wanted to find out about it, they just go to propelx.com and learn all about it. it I saw it's as easy as signing up to invest yes. and, um, you know i think what makes people uh, not step into new realms is not understanding it right. and so you know getting involved with a platform like yours kind of holds them by the hand and shows them how to get into this investment world that ha- they have not had access to in the past um it's kind of been an old boys club i love that you are a female founder co-founder <laughs> and ceo of this platform and i know that the beginnings of this was that way back in college, uh, you know, you started an angel uh, group at MIT. So tell me about that, because I love what I read about that, where, you know, you're like, you know, it's great to invest in a platform that delivers food or something, but you wanted to do something where you're investing in something that really made an impact on the humanity in the world, right? Science and technologies that impacted the planet. So, so tell me about how did you start that? I mean, here you are in college and you're starting a angel group. That's a pretty big endeavor to take on at that age.
1: Well, it wasn't exactly in college. Uh, I had completed my MBA and I was working in investing. So I worked at a private equity firm. But honestly, I was oh, but just out of college. Yeah, just yeah, a little yeah. bit, few years out of. And And so I was, I really wanted to participate in startups. And I said, okay, you know what, if I'm not going to found something, maybe I can be an angel investor and uh, participate in that way. So I visited lots of different angel groups. And this was maybe 10, 12 years ago, you know, Uh, and everyone was investing in social, local, mobile stuff. So yes, food delivery apps, photo sharing apps and such. And somehow I didn't find them compelling. Firstly, because my background is in science and tech. And so that's what I am passionate about, I'm motivated by, but also because I feel technology has the potential to change the trajectory of humankind. Mm-hmm. So I that, And nothing that I saw was compelling enough. So I said, you know, it's time for us to maybe start a new angel group for MIT alumni where we could um, invest in these potentially world-changing technology companies. And so that's what I started the MIT Angels mm-hmm. group and we focused it on what I started using that term at that time, deep technology, right? And so at that time, every people didn't know the term. It was hard getting it across, but today that term has picked up pace. Everyone around the world has picked up. People understand deep tech. So I'm very happy about that because these companies are getting the attention that they deserve because they have the potential to really improve our lives and improve the lives of billions of people around the world. So that's how I started the angel group, focused it on deep tech. And you're right, when we launched Propellex, Propellex was meant to be this bridge between investors and deep tech startups, right? Where the reality is that companies, which may go on to become the Teslas of the world or the Genentex Illuminas of the world, because they're based on difficult to understand science and tech, sometimes they find it much harder to raise financing in their earliest days. And- in fact, Tesla is a case in point where it had to be financed by Elon Musk before it kind of was financed by the rest. So when we started Propel X, it was with a mission to help finance deep tech startups. Right Over time, we have evolved ourselves. We've become more accepting to other kinds of startups. We tend to do more later stage as well, series A on. And we tend to do hedge funds. So now it is more broad based. The platform is more broad based and it should be inclusive too. you know, we shouldn't just create this snooty little corner for deep tech. Um, But yes, it is meant for accredited investors to invest in tech startups as well as hedge funds online using small check sizes. Right.
0: And people think they don't have access to things like that. That's what's so cool about what you're doing. You know, some people couldn't imagine how could I ever invest in these type of things? Um, And so here is your entree into that world. Um, And I think you and I both agree that definitely there's not enough women investors. Uh, It's why we just produced a film that we're going to be taking around the country called Show Her the Money. Mm -hmm. And it is to encourage more women to become investors because... The, the reason that so many female founders are not getting funded is because there's not enough female investors and people do tend to invest in people they identify with. Uh, so that goes for women, people of all ethnicities, um, you know, BIPOC. Uh, LGBTQ. um, They've all been underfunded because the only investors out there were not relating to them. So the investor base has to change. And so that's what I love about what you're doing. That's game changing. You're inviting and you're democratizing it. So people with even a $5,000 check can get in the game, which, by the way, as you and I both know, can be very lucrative, can be way more lucrative than the regular stock market or even real estate. So that's why part of the portfolio should be in this uh, type of bucket, so to speak, Um, so so you all welcome investors, which we've talked about. And you also welcome people applying as founders. And what's the criteria for them to uh, apply? So is it, do they have to be a science and technology or they could be other? And at what state can they? Because I see you do early stage and uh, yeah. late early stage.
1: Explain that. Yeah, no, um, absolutely. So um, we do all stages. Let me be clear. And it does tend to skew later stage, to be very clear. People tend to think that platforms are for early stage only. No, no, no. We tend to skew later stage. And the reason for that is, let's be clear, startup investing or alternatives investing as a whole is risky, you know, and you should be able to handle that risk. So one should only invest what one is able to lose without impacting their lifestyle. So this is something that should be out there. It should be clear that it is risky, but please do your due diligence and then make those investment decisions. So why do we tend to skew later stage? The highest risk is in the earliest stage opportunities. They are also potentially the higher reward, right? But what, what we... What we do want to acknowledge is that ordinary people who are going about their jobs in daily lives, they're not spending all of their times evaluating startup technologies, right? That's not their primary job. It's not their profession. With that understanding, we felt that it would be more um, appropriate for us to present later stage opportunities to ordinary, ordinary accredited investors. Now we do have seed stage companies as well. We have series A's, B's, C's, D, E, all the way up to pre IPO, uh, absolutely. And um, so it's at all stages, that'd be clear. Now to answer your question, what does it take to apply? So the early stages companies can absolutely apply. They should apply on our platform, PropelX.com. Um, there is a link there for founders to start their application process. It's a two-second process, not two seconds, maybe two minutes, where we initially just ask them to upload their pitch deck. We do review them. So I want to make it clear that our subsidiary is a broker-dealer. Mm-hmm. So we are a highly regulated platform, which is very different from some of these other crowdfunding platforms that you might find. So we are expected to be highly curated. So we actually select these companies, we curate them, we put them on the platform after proper compliance reviews and approvals. We also conduct due diligence on the offerings that close. These are all FINRA requirements. Um, so you know the FINRA, the Financial Regulatory Authority, requires us to conduct due diligence to be looking out for investors. So. For the early stages, companies should just share their pitch deck. If we decide to move forward, we will be in touch very quickly. Um, But what helps companies succeed online? You should have traction. It shouldn't be. I mean, if you don't have traction, we in our selection process will find it very difficult to move forward. Right. And Uh, do
0: they need but do they have like a minimum? Like, do they need to be doing a million dollars a year? Could they be
1: doing 250 a year? Oh, well, um, in terms of revenues, oh my God, it's all over the board. It could be zero, right? It could be zero because think about life sciences companies, drug development companies, medical devices they have to go through the entire clinical trial process. So they could be very big and very mature, but they may still have zero revenues. So deep technology companies often tend to have a longer time to revenue. Think of battery technologies, right? They may have zero revenue until they actually start deploying in in, at large scale, but they could potentially change the world. And when it actually comes, the revenue could come in droves. Uh, To answer your question, do they have to have revenue? No. But do they need to be farther, far enough along their journey on the startup process? Yes. Right. So, for example, you should definitely need to have a proof of concept. It's not sufficient to just be in the lab. Um, You should have customer conversations. You should have customer traction, if not revenues. Uh, you sh- if you're a life science company, medical device company, you should be close to an FDA approval or you should be FDA approved. In many cases, we have a B- FDA approved companies. Um, so so we do need companies to be far enough along. And if can you not- give us an example of maybe
0: uh, a couple of the companies that you've gotten behind uh, so we can get a real idea about it?
1: Yeah, 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 absolutely. So on the early stages, let me talk about this company called Brellion right? Now, so Brellion is a, what is called an ultra reality company. They're do, building display technologies, which is immersive display without having to wear a headset. So think of VR, virtual reality. You have to have a, a heavy headset on your head, right, in order for it to be immersive. But think of a, of a, instead of a monitor that surrounds you, that in fact is immersive, but you don't need to wear a headset. And it can have enough depth of view such that it could equal like nine, nine screens tracked on top of each other. So that is very powerful. So this was a display technology that em- emerged out of MIT. The MIT Media Lab helped them raise their initial funding and now they're doing is media.
0: that kind of like you could be in a store and it would be like a hologram type of thing where uh, maybe the person seems like they're there, but they're not. Would it be something like that?
1: So yes, depth is a depth is one of the things that you can manipulate in order to give that field of view, right? it It could be something similar. It's not a hologram exactly. It in in fact is a screen that surrounds you, right? But it it appears to be coming from far away. So you feel like you're in an environment, not so, a screen.
0: So what would you use that for? like travel or or
1: like what would you use oh, that for Video gaming, uh, movies. So video gaming is a very important application, but think of trading, right? So traders, what traders need to have is multiple screens. They need to look at multiple screens in order to be making their decisions. Now in a home environment, you typically have one monitor, right? Or maybe you could place two around, another, have three, but you have only so much space. Think of a screen that surrounds you, but it appears as though it has multiple monitors stacked on top of each other on every side. Right, So that makes trading a lot easier because it's giving you that depth of view. So it's ultra reality, really. So whether it's trading, it's video gaming, it's movies, all of these are immersive experiences which they're enabling. And um amazing technology company out of MIT, we helped them raise funding. Now they were in their seat, then we did their, help them in their series A as well. And their series A was led by, uh, uh, it, it was a big uh It's one of uh, Lockheed Martin, what am I saying? (laughs) Lockheed Martin, so a big defense technology company. So defense applications, right? So um, technology companies like this this was a fairly early stage company. We've done later stage companies as well, fintech companies. Um, When you say defense, does that mean this would be used in a military situation? Not in an active combat situation, possibly, but certainly in military decision-making rooms for example mm-hmm. where you see multiple screens uh, stacked one on top of the other and you have big screen situations so yes absolutely that's just one example um, and then you know i i don't want to give people the perception that we only do early stage this we did the series a but we've done lots of later stage companies as well we did repurpose for example now repurpose makes compostable forks and knives right? And they are distributed uh, through all the major stores, whether it's Kroger, Safeway, and Target, Right Aid, CVS, now Costco, right? So those kinds of companies, companies like Repurpose have tens of millions in revenue, and they're much further along. So we're doing the Series C, for example. We've done fintech companies that were much further along. And in many cases, we get what is called Pro rata, So VCs that invest early, they often have the right to invest in later stages, but they're not able to, they have the right, but not the obligation. They're not able to fill that right. We take that right or we help them fill that right and give them part of the upside. So in this way, we're able to get into later stage deals, which are not available. (laughs) People are falling over themselves to get in, but Mm We are able to secure access for ordinary investors. So it's very powerful. That, that- is very powerful. And yeah. um, and so
0: these are um, opportunities that they otherwise wouldn't have in just the regular market. And oh. that's the whole point. And the other reason that people need to diversify into it is where you said it is a big risk, it also can be a huge reward. And yeah. that is the whole reason to do it. Where, you know, in the stock market, it's kind of limited for the most part, how much you could make. Uh, It's very regulated um, where this is um, kind of more of a frontier, but uh, a very exciting one that not many women have been involved in in the past, but they've missed out on it being a very lucrative um, investment opportunity that, you know, a lot of women have not been uh, aware of. And so I know we're all trying to pull back that curtain and show women this is uh, this is an area Of um, investing that you should be in because it can be extremely
1: lucrative for your portfolio. I take it that you've had some huge success stories. You've had some successes also. In fact, I just want to highlight because we're talking about investing in women led companies. Well, Repurpose Compostables is a woman led company. Oh, yay. I love to hear that. A powerful CEO. Um, I'm very proud to have been part of her journey and you know lauren groper i wish her the greatest of success and we'll be so proud when she has a massive exit but uh, you know keeping our fingers crossed for that but yeah so uh, yes we've had uh, several exits as well to answer your question and there have and been and for
0: the average person that might not even understand what that means it means when the company exits when they sell to a larger company that's when the investors typically make okay. a
1: significant amount of money right Yes, absolutely. So as you correctly said, you invest in a company and that company either sells or goes public. You may die also. I mean, there is that risk, but risk is a part of investing. So people should take that in its perspective. Stocks are way riskier than bonds, right? They may fall in value. uh, And that's what people tell you that your investment may fall substantially in value and alternatives are riskier than stocks. So it's all on a continuum. If you really want to just invest in the safest thing, you should invest in treasury, you know, inflation protected securities, maybe what are called tips. Not everyone has access to those, but, or keep your money in a bank or under your mattress, whatever. Those are the safest things to do with money, but We must understand whenever we even invest in a bond, we are taking on risk. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: All all investments have a risk, no doubt about it. And this one just has a potential upside that exceeds most others. And that's the point, right? Exactly. Exactly. Um, Right. And so um, a lot of women are starting their own funds. I know that you take people's funds and invest it in existing funds and financial institutions and VCs and opportunities that they otherwise might not have. Um, So uh, if we know some women-led venture capital firms, uh, you would probably be interested in connecting with them to
1: bring investors to those funds, right? Right. Possibly, possibly. Possibly. So, um, that is something that's on the horizon. Um, So, we also run our own venture capital fund, Newton Fund. Um, So, yes, we're also active investors ourselves. But, yes, we'd love to connect with any women investors, whether they're leading venture capital funds, leading hedge funds, whether they're entrepreneurs themselves, founders who've had successful exits. I think we bring um, value to all of those, all of those people and not just women, of course, but here we're talking about invest in her. I really believe, um, and I'm a big supporter of everything to do with women, of course, being a woman myself. So yes, we bring great value to whether it's VCs. We love to connect with them. Women who are VCs, founders, entrepreneurs, anyone in the investing world. Beautiful. I love it. Well, thank you so much for telling us about
0: Propel X. I hope people will go check it out, see if it's an investment platform for them. I definitely know some fund managers I want to connect you to and yeah. um yeah, and see what kind of things we can do together. It's all about women supporting women, right? um in my in my world and what i'm focused on here with she angel investors and invest in her um and our movie coming out called uh show her the money uh so yeah i'm just so happy to be talking to you as a female co-founder ceo thank you for what you're doing it sounds like an amazing platform how do people find you on social i i know you're on
1: linkedin right yes i'm also on twitter LinkedIn is my main uh, social medium of choice, but I'm also on Twitter. And then, of course, I'm available on email. Swati at Propellex.com. Drop drop me an email. It may take me some time to respond, but (laughs) that's the social media, LinkedIn. Okay,
0: great. So look for Swati on LinkedIn. And, and of course, you can connect with me, Catherine Gray, there Um, on Instagram. We are Catherine Gray at Invest in Her. And she, Angel Investors, on all of the media platforms. And we have our new Instagram, which is Show Her the Money, the movie. Uh, So Swati, thank you so much for sharing your expertise. And uh, thanks for all the great work that you're doing to democratize investing for women and others. um, And just uh, really appreciate what you're doing.
1: Thank you very much, Catherine. Thank you for having me and best wishes for Invest in Her for the movie that's coming out, which I'm very excited to see.
0: Thank you so much. Everybody, thanks for tuning in. Make it a great day. Remember to invest in her. Remember, if you're looking to launch a business or grow your business, check out our e-course, Six Ways to Fund Your Business, available at sheangelinvestors.com.